0: methodology of understanding fiqh and also methodol- the determination of hadith and the uh, Tajweed the, of the Quran and uh, other topics which we have to remind you here to follow this is tape number one in Iman we'll try to make the topic short and crisp and uh, to the point and if you have any questions inshallah we can uh, leave 10 minutes in each tape then we can answer your question but if it is regarding the topic which we already talked about, because we don't want to provoke other topics, uh, which uh, they are coming, and it will answer itself to save ourselves time and to use the time somewhere else. Right. Okay, my dear brothers. Now, the topic about iman. Why? Why do we use the word iman now? While everybody else in our time forgetting the word Iman and reusing the word Aqeedah. We are using the word Iman because now the shaitan is playing his rule, trying to make the people uh, understand that Iman, it is not as important as Aqeedah. And using the word Aqeedah to give ideas about the ther- theoretical theoretical uh, activity of Iman to strip Iman from a lot of the important action although the word Aqida was used uh, by uh, many of the great scholars like Ibn Taymiyyah and like uh, Ahmad ibn Hanbal but this word Aqidah was not used in the time of the Sahaba and this word "aqida" was not used in the time of the Tabi'in or Tabi'i tabi'een and also surprise, surprise, it has never been mentioned in the Quran. Uh, so it's dangerous. The word "aqida" was initially used in the time of Ahmad Ibn Hanbal and the time of the great scholars because the, the the steps of iman or the branches of iman were fulfilled. The action which is related to iman were fulfilled and the first bid'ahs, when it came it was challenging the ideas of the people in the people's mind without anybody challenging the authority of Islam without anybody challenging the uh, the uh, the actions of Muslims which is related to to, 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 to Islam without anybody allowing kuf to pass uh, kufr, the the, the kufr al-amali which is the kufr by action to pass or to be done in the front of the faces so they've used the word the aqidah at this time because the bid'ah came from the point of view of the mind it didn't come from the point of view of the action people have ideas in their minds, and uh, similar like what happened in the time of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Yes, some people have their idea in their mind which transferred into action like the Khawarij but at this time the terminology was still preserved. Nobody dared to introduce uh, the word the aqeedah, because you know the, the Sahaba and the Tab'een were very very sensitive when it comes to introduce a term when it comes to Ahmad ibn hanbal and and uh, uh, rahimahullah they introduced the term aqida because the people who were actually uh, uh, borrowed their bid'ah from uh, the uh, the greeks they they always introduced many new terms so in this in this time this word introduced Aqeedah. <coughs> for the ulama to answer back to answer back their battles to answer back their bad ideas, and to redefine the terminologies which they have invented in Islam, resulting that they said the Quran is created, taking some of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, insulting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not even deliberately, but thinking that to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they can take some of the attributes out, because they don't think, it suits Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And people start using their mind in Islam. And But they, stopped, they have not stopped to do the action. They have not stopped the praying. They have not stopped ruling by Allah's law. They have not stopped uh, fighting the kafirs. They have not stopped uh, 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 loving and hate for the sake of Allah. They have not stopped any uh, uh, major thing which is regarding to Iman. So the word the Aqeedah at this time, it was, it was a suitable term to describe the Bid'ahs which is uh, the, innovate, the innovations which came in their time because simply it did, not, it did not touch very much the actions of the Ummah or the actions of many of the individuals it only uh, uh, touches the minds and the ideas even though it was a Kafir idea and it was uh, some of this idea was kuf to be announced so they give it the right term Aqeedah uh, then people start using the term Aqidah for any innovation come to Islam. Sheikh Al-Islam and many of them, they start using the word Aqeedah the word Aqidah, and the word Aqidah were accepted, alhamdulillah, according to Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. But, when it comes in our time now, that the word Aqidah is abused and misused, and people try to replace the whole Iman with the word here we stop. Because we, now, we have now, in our, in our time, the Bid'ah of love and hate in the Aqeedah. Forgetting to love and hate in Iman. That you can love somebody, you say, I love him, his Aqeedah is right. I like this person, his Aqeedah is right. I love him for the sake of Allah because his Aqeedah is right. Even though he's a thief. Even though he's a pro-apostate uh, uh, government. Even though he is not doing his obligations in Islam. But because he says by his tongue that he believes in so-and-so and, and, he, and he does not believe in such-and-such in, in such, because he said by his tongue, we give him all loyalty without any reservation this is a better way of thinking, it was not in the time of the Sahaba the Sahaba, they used to say to the people, we like you for the sake of Allah or we hate you for the sake of Allah, according not only to according to their belief but also according to what they say and also according to what they do
1: like Ibn Umar,
0: when he said to the, to, the to, to, to one of the people, I hate him for the sake of Allah because he gets paid about the Adhan and because he is doing singing in the Adhan. He is doing lahn. فِي اللَّهِ And he said, why? He said, he takes إِنَّهُ يَتَغَنَّى فِي الْآذَانِ وَيَأْخُذُ عَلَيْهِ أَجْرًا Ibn Umar. Because he is singing in the Adhan without following the, 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 the rules of Tajweed or the... The uh, way of the Azan, and he also is taken a price for his Azan, where there is a Nahi from Rasulullah not to do that. So, even for the action of the Sahaba, and this is a part of Iman. Again, if you see from the definition of Iman, as we are going now, inshallah, to express in this tape or maybe in, some, in the other tapes coming, that Iman has many branches. Many, many branches. It doesn't fulfill the requirements of Iman. Aqeedah is only the theoretical part of Iman. And Iman is not about the theory. Iman is a say by the tongue, as we're going to define it, and a belief by the heart, and an action, or actions by the body, uh, uh, which increase and decrease. Well, While Aqeedah, if you know about something, that's it. And uh, according to the definitions of Aqeedah, that uh, the, the word the Aqidah, if you use it about the attributes of Allah and about the knowledge, what you need to know about Allah, then it's a very rigid definition and it's a very, uh, very small maneuver area to start applying Islam in full to, to become uh, uh, an active Muslim, to love and hate for the sake of Allah, to even to, 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 to kill for the sake of Allah, or to, uh, to be killed in, in the cause of Allah. So it is very limited cause and doesn't give much of a guideline. This is why this word was not, were not used in, in, uh, uh, in, in the book, in the holy book, or even in the hadith, or even in the three uh, main generations. So this is in short why we are uh, using this word only when the people understand about Iman. Then we can use the word Aqidah for those who understand about Iman. Because those who are not understanding about Iman, those who are not filling the requirements of Iman, when they use the word Aqidah obviously they have gone a uh, 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 very long way wrong by thinking that they can love only because of Aqidah and hate only because of aqeedah and if a person does, uh, even if a person does big sins or like leaving jihad not, do, not saying Al-Amr al-Ma'ruf and nahya al-Munkar and not fulfilling his requirements from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, and not uh, 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 not giving the da'wah according to the conditions of Iman so this is a short <coughs> explanation why we should use the word Aqeedah, of course we cannot say to anybody who is using the word Aqeedah you are Bid'i, because that means we are too harsh on them but what we are saying, if somebody we see him use the word Aqeedah, we will see what, he, what has he left from the branches of Iman or the corner stores of Iman and then we tell him, right, you are using the word Aqeedah wrongly because what you should, in your case, you should consider Iman and if your Iman is fulfilled And something about the theory of Iman, let us use the word Aqeedah as the Salafi people have used it. Because nowadays, unfortunately, we see people, uh, they they say about other people that Aqeedah is right, and they are working as judges. With law other than Allah's law. Somebody say his Aqeedah is right, and what he's doing? Legislating. Making himself a partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in only God's matter. Other person said his Aqeedah is right. The man he knows that Allah is in the Sama' and the attributes of Allah, but he does not practice this attribute as we, as we, as we will explain the attributes and the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has rights after knowing what is the attribute of Allah, you should know what is the right for that attributes and how you reflect that. <coughs> so that was that. Right, when the second question comes, <coughs> I must also stress as it will come, uh, before I go to the second thing, so there that, that is some terms are used now in our time. Again, even worse uh, than the abuse of the word the Aqidah has been used to disable Islam. Like the word Tarbiyah. Like the word Tarbiyah. Where is Tarbiyah come from? Tarbiyah? It didn't come from the Quran. we will not find it in the Quran. Yeah, as we said, like the word uh, Tarbiyah is used now, uh, which Tarbiyah means education, upbringing, uh, or uh, uh, given, uh, you know, uh, looking after the 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 uh, the ummah in general with with regard to their uh, belief in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Now the word, although it was not mentioned in the Quran or the Sunnah or the first three generations which we are obliged to to to, uh, to, to follow, uh, but it has the, it has the meaning. We are not objecting about the meaning. We are objecting about the misuse of the meaning, that although the meaning, did, the, 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 the term did not exist and we are willing to accept it, but no way we are going to accept it as a new term which will stop people from uh, uh, enjoying the good, forbidding the evil and doing jihad in the cause of Allah. This is not acceptable and when the people start using this new term to stop what we know exactly uh, from the Quran is right and an obligation and Allah punish for leaving that obligation obviously we have to leave what we don't know to what we know really and correctly and we are strong about. We know that jihad is an obligation we know that enjoying the good is an obligation we know forbidding the evil is an obligation but the word terbiya is new, it's contradicting now now contradicting this now, Using, used by many of the people who uh, you know, who fear uh, everything but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they want us to stop uh, doing our obligation for a term which they have invented we say thank you very much you can swallow your term you don't want to know about it and the same uh, uh, like they say tasfiyah tasfiyah they call it like seeking people to get to, to, to know who is good and who is bad but without these terms are only used by Shaitan to stop people from doing uh, their obligations jihad and why the word tarbiyah should only come when before jihad? Why does, it come before, why does it come before fasting? Why does not come? Why every time the word jihad or fighting you find people are inventing terms? Oh tarbiyah, oh tasfiyah, oh this, oh this, why? Why do you don't have that jump when we mention the word uh, fasting or praying or doing hajj? Why you don't have to have tarbiyah before you do hajj? In fact you should have tarbiyah before you do hajj. And, the, and, the, and the, these believer people who are, are now ruling uh, Saudi Arabia, they should make sure that the people who do hajj this is the time for people to have tarbiyah because they will be left in their own once they come to the peninsula. Some of them will be kneeling to the grave of Rasulullah some will be going around the grave as if they go to Makkah. So these are the people you should tell them about tarbiyah. Tarbiyah is before hajj, not before jihad because jihad is the tarbiyah. Anyway, it's not the matter for it now. I'm just giving some points why we should avoid these new terms uh, which we don't know exactly how the shaitan is going to end up uh, uh, with us or how we're going to end up with the shaitan going along that path and we should know and we should use what the terms which have been introduced by the Qur'an and understood by the Sahaba and uh, compatible with the Sunnah otherwise we are introducing to ourselves innovations which we cannot afford and in the end of the day, we're gonna, if we accept these terms without actu- uh, and, and make them an obstacle to fulfill our requirements Allah taala will twist our hearts and we will not know eventually what is right and what is wrong and we are going to end up like uh, shapes running after each blow now we move to a second question. Why do we have to learn Iman before, other, before the other knowledge? It is really uh, the way of the Sahaba. People sometimes live in the, 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 Iman, and they go and they learn fiqh, and they learn about, uh, uh, you know, they learn maybe tajweed, and they learn, uh, they learn uh, you know, other things, In uh, they learn hadith, and this is why you can find a lot of Sufi people, Sufi people are, uh, you know, very good at the Hadith, even better than Albani. And even Albani himself is using a lot of their knowledge, like the people it's called the ghumariya People al they are very fanatic Sufis in Morocco. And, uh, you know, they are very good when it comes to Hadith, because the Hadith, it has its own one, two, three uh, uh, way of uh, knowing the Hadith. It has experience of the names of the Sahaba and uh, this and that and the other but when it comes to the aqeedah or when it comes to the iman uh, then their iman is really nothing so even though they are ulama when it comes to fiqh even though they are ulama when it comes to hadith ulama when it comes to the arabic language ulama when it comes to the tafsir but when it comes to the iman they fail they fail in their foreheads without any protection simply because they make up the the the, the theoretical part of Iman, which is Aqeedah and also uh, sometimes they don't practice their obligations in Iman, so they will be distorted. Like a person will have one shoulder very high up, the other shoulder much, very much lower down. They are not even. But the way of the Sahaba and the way what the Qur'an uh, taught the Sahaba is عَلَّمَنَا الْإِيمَانَ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُعَلِّمَنَا الْقُرْآنَ The Sahaba used to say that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi he taught us about iman before he before he taught us uh, about islam so the sahaba they learn iman iman is the language of the heart iman is the language of the nature iman is the language of the mind iman is compatible with the body iman is the is the is, the, is how to grade and ascend your soul so learning that it will make your body a temple for the Quran and the Islamic knowledge uh, once it enters inside if you have the right Iman, your body will be hollow full of nothing then you fill it with Iman then you will shine to yourself as a person to your family as a guide and to your community as as a as a, as a, 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 a benefit person you're not going to be full of cancer yourself you have other ideas than Islam which you don't know which is right and which is wrong and that will obviously affect your knowledge obviously affecting your desire if your knowledge is wrong, your desire will obviously be wrong and your desire is wrong, your ability is okay then your action will be wrong your action will be wrong as a person your action will be wrong as a a, a house a man of a house, charge of his, uh, his own household your action will be wrong as a soldier of Allah and obviously if you are a leader your action will reflect on everybody you are controlling and you will pull them away from the straight path of Allah so Iman is the language is the language of the Quran is the motive of the action is the the strength on the path we have to learn Iman we have to learn Iman because also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have made Iman as the, 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 the way he will reward or punish. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made Iman as the way he will reward and punish. He didn't say Aqeedah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you will never be punished because, because of your Aqeedah only, or you will never be praised because of your Aqeedah. You will be praised because of your Iman, and you will be punished because of your Iman. Why? Because Iman, it has everything. Iman, it has everything, as you know from the definition. It's something to do with the heart. It's something to do with the tongue. It's something to do with the action. It has everything. So this is why, this is why the Sahaba were taught Iman first. The sequence of the success in this life and in the hereafter is knowledge starting with Iman. And then the Quran which will give the, uh, after you have the Iman and the strength to read the Quran and the motive to do the action which Allah asks you then when you read the Quran you will understand the Quran you will believe the stories in the Quran and you will comply with the with the orders in the Quran and you will fear the, the news to come the unseen what the Quran tell you if you don't have a man to you they will all, it will be, they will all be sentences to you and you will follow what you have in your mind and the shaitan will Will play with your mind as he plays with the football, and he will give you false promises. Because if you don't have iman, if you don't know about Allah, if you don't know about yourself, if you don't know about the, your surrounding, then the shaitan will play with your mind. When you read the Quran, then every time you read about Jannah, the shaitan will tell you it's yours. Who deserves Jannah more than you? You read in the Quran in the middle of the night, you crying. Who deserves Jannah more than you? Look at the people who don't even believe in the Quran. And those who believe in the Quran, they don't even read it. And those who read it, they don't even obey it. But you read in the Quran. So Jannah is for you, don't worry about anything else. You are a good holy man. And then when you read about the fire, you will say, fire, of course, this is for the Kafirs, this is for the Bushriks, this is for the people who don't believe in Allah. This will never be for you. And then when you read about the actions, the hard actions, like the jihad, or enjoying the good, or forbidding the bad, or, or the evil, or paying for the sake of, and the cause of Allah, or getting, fighting and killing, or getting killed in the cause of Allah, then he will tell you, but surely, you know, it's not the time for it, this is for the Sahaba. So the Jannah for you, and the, 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 the fire is for the kafirs, and the big actions is for the Sahaba. And obviously, there is no more uh, big game from the Shaitan against you other than this. But if you have Iman, when, when you read the Quran, the shaitan cannot play with your mind. If you know the language of Iman, when you read about Jannah, you'll say, I hope to go to Jannah. He will not guarantee you Jannah. You will be crying because you can visualize Jannah from, as if you see it behind the net curtain. As if you can see it. It's just a matter of you to go into that. You can see shadows. You cannot see exactly what is in Jannah. But you want to go in. Your self is there. You can't see the faces, you can't see the resolution, but you know it's there, the promises are right. Because your Iman is right, and you will not be guaranteed Jannah by the shaitan. In fact, you will hope for Jannah, you will cry, you want to go to Jannah. You want to carry the responsibilities and the, and the orders from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you want to go to Jannah. I want to go, give me some responsibilities, I want to go. So when the responsibility is dictated to you, do this and don't do that, you are prepared to do that, you're willing, and whatever it comes from Allah, even getting killed in the cause of Allah it becomes very simple and very easy and not a very big price according to what you see from your heart that Jannah is there, next door, is near, I can see it so that way the shaitan will not play with a a, a good believer if he is a good believer and he knows about Iman he will not play with his mind he knows it's something true, solid he has to play something true and solid something about Jannah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he promised you about Jannah then you know Jannah is very dear, very big price then it is different it doesn't mean that you're going to pay 3 pounds a week or standing, putting a table like some people, uh, this is all what is your link to Islam attending one circle every, uh, every week and pay 3 pounds a week and that's it that's all what you want to do about Islam or go in 40 days or 45 days or 60 days or one year and then you come back to, to normal which is abnormal according to Islam no, you know Jannah it's given without account that means when you give the religion for Allah, you also give it without account. And this is why the people who die, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala treat them differently. Those who die shaheed, they give Allah without account. The reward becomes without account. But those who die accounting, I'm doing this prayer, I'm going to pay 2.5% of my, those who are accounting, you get paid by account. Because they're accounting for Allah, Allah will account for them. Those who give Allah without account, they don't mind what to lose in the cause of Allah. They don't mind, They don't. They are not after any gains <coughs> except the Jannah and the blessing of Allah. Those are the people who will be paid also without account. because al-jaza'u min jinsil aman. The reward is according to your action. If you give Allah with reservation, you will be given more than what you give, but with account, scale and weight. But if you give Allah without a scale, anything is for Allah, money, life, body, wives, anything, community, uh, anything for Allah is very cheap, then you expect that Allah is more generous than you and you will have the pain without account. This is the language of belief. And when the the fire comes, you will find yourself terrified, even though you're doing very good things. But you don't know. You don't know. You think that Allah... That's something you are doing good. Then the shaitan will, will, will ask you, "Oh, but you are not that good. You are doing this for people to show to show people that you are good to show off. You are not really that good person." So even when you when the when the when the fire, the say of the fire comes in the Quran, then you will be afraid how much of your action is accepted, and how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will end up your life. You will always be worried. So the shaitan is away from you. That you hope to go to Jannah, but you are not certain, and you fear to go to the fire, but you are hopeful and you know that to avoid fire and to go to Jannah you need obligations, heavy obligations so when they go to the scale they go bang and nothing else could take them away like shahada in the cause of Allah like da'wah, like saying the truth like paying the, 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 the charity, upsetting the kafirs and blessing the Muslims and helping this and that big action which cannot be a, a, a counterpart from the other side to be taken and you have to avoid that uh, uh, the scene of people or what people think about you it is the last of of your mind so this is why Iman is the direction is the guard, is the goalkeeper for the verses from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make sure that it goes into the right direction of the mind and subsequently and consequently consequently uh, consequently your action will be according to that uh, understanding to that belief, to that love uh, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we move to another question, <coughs> what is the difference, what is uh, the difference between Iman and Islam then, what is the difference between Iman and Islam? Actually there is, there is some difference between Iman and Islam if the words are separate, if the words are separate. According to, to the definition of Iman, <coughs> according to the definition of Iman, that the, the, the good Uh, holy people they define iman as a say by the tongue iman is a say by the tongue and a belief by the heart and an action by the body which is increases by action and decreases by not doing action, increases by obedience and decreases by disobedience this is iman as Ibn al-Qayyim defined it. This is Iman when it comes to the definition of Iman. Other people define Iman as Whatever is established in the heart, backed by the action. Whatever is established by your heart, backed by your action. By your action if it's a say or if if it is a a, a, a work by the body. from all these definitions from people, and also from the definitions by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in one hadith Rasulullah said, al wa About 70 and more branches. Iman is about 70 and more branches. Alaha, the peak of which is say, la ilaha and the lowest of iman is to remove dirt or to remove harm things from the way of people. And being shy is also a branch of iman. Being humble and shy is a branch of iman. So according to this hadith, now that being shy is a branch from the branches of Iman from this hadith you will find brothers that Iman a say by the tongue so Iman is not only a say like some of the latest Hanafi or the Hanafi say, say Iman is only a say it's not a say it's a say according to this hadith and what is the bottom line of Iman he said is to remove hard from the way that removing hard. is that a say or an action so if somebody you, iman is only a say, you tell him, no, the hadith says it's a say, an action, and also say it's a feeling, because being shy is a feeling, it is not action, it is not say, it's a feeling, so iman it's something to do with the heart, something to do with the action, the body, and it's something to do with the tongue, but if we analyze this hadith, as in the, in the other hadith are uh, also uh, uh, other hadiths are saying, you will find that if if Iman, as Rasulullah ﷺ said, is the saying say, La ilaha illallah by the tongue but the tongue hasn't got anything to do but saying so it is the action by the tongue yeah? the tongue is got only two work. one work with, with regard to Iman, one work is to mention Allah and to announce the shahadah the first work is to enter you to Islam, the second work is to make sure that you are still in the boundary of Islam by avoiding saying kufr and by saying always Islamic things to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whether it's zikr of Allah, reading the Quran, uh, so enjoying the good, forbidding the bad, and uh, 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 inviting people in the cause of Allah So in fact, the people when they say it's, it's a say by the tongue, it, it means action by the tongue, yeah? and those who are saying it's a belief by the heart if you analyze the belief by the heart what is the work of the heart? the work of the heart is number one to, 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 believe, the, to, to, to believe the news which is coming to you yeah. and what else? to make intention all the time good intention can the heart do anything else? if you, if, if you take the news as they come to you Uh, from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala, analyze it in your mind and then establish it in your heart as this is the correct news yeah? and then you do intention to go into Islam and every time intention to do the Salah, intention to do the prayer, intention to do the Hajj intention to do Jihad, intention to do fasting, intention to do this, intention to do that so what is the heart in short? it is the heart, the heart, the heart, the work of the heart is what? what is the action of the heart? is intention so those who are saying even that iman is a belief by the heart, they mean also action by the heart. Because you know, we you know what is the short of the word believe? It is whatever established and backed by the action. So the heart, whatever established in the heart, is taking the news from the Quran as it is the correct news. And what is the action by the heart? Is the niyyah. There is niyyah, niyyah all the time, all the time. I want to go to learn. This is niyyah. Fast, niyyah. Jihad, niyyah. Everything it has niyyah. So in short and also they say it's action by the body going to pray, raising your hand, going down, going up, take a stone throw it uh, to the shaitan, another stone, you kiss it it's all from Allah things are different, you deal with them different even though they have the same nature of things so in short, some of the ulama they said in short Iman means action in short Iman means action action by the tongue, by saying, ordering, making, declaring. action by the heart, believe in the news taking the news as, as they come from Allah and doing the niyyah, action by the body doing jihad, doing hajj doing uh, 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 you know, earning uh, in the cause of Allah and working in the cause of Allah, so in short you can say iman is the action iman is the action so don't be surprised when you read in the Quran like when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a'udhu shaitari, Lahum rabbihim, bima kanu that they will have like Allah SWT said in Surah Al-An'am, that they will have darus salam, the place of paradise, a place of peace, at Allah's, uh, at the hereafter, Inshallah, in the Rabbihim. And He is their ally. He is their supporter. He is their, their, uh, their strength. بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ With whatever they used to do. Now here he did not say with whatever they used to believe. وَهُوَ وَلِيُّهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ and He is their Allah, He is the supporters because of what they used to do. Because of what they used to do. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising the people to go to paradise and to become His Allah according to their action. Can anybody say, okay the Catholics they are doing very good action, but they don't believe, we say no. Because action here, it means everything. It means action by heart, belief and intention. Action by tongue, saying the shahada and saying zikr, action by body. Uh, 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 fighting the Kafirs and helping the Muslims and performing the prayer and this you understand? so here there's a group of people have been promised paradise only because of their action and this means Iman is the action Iman in short is the action and the word Ya'maloon means working it means working by all the whole entire body and soul in the cause of Allah other people were being promised fire hell because of their action Never mind what is their belief, like what Allah وتعالى, uh, said about the people of the of the fire hell. عَوْذُ uh, بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ. وَلَقَدْ رَأَنَاهُمْ لِلْجَهَنَمَ كَثِيرًا مِنَ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنْسِ لَهُمْ لا مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ فِي أَنْسُورَةِ الْسَّجْدَةِ. In سورة السجدة. Allah وتعالى, uh, said. Uh, ولكن حق القول مني min من الجنة أجمعين and <laughs> Allah subhanahu ta'ala said in surah sajda that you have, we have forgotten you as you've forgotten us. And taste, taste the suffering, the punishment, the torment, the torment of the fire hell and be everlasting in the fire hell because of what you've done. So here there is another kind of people are being promised uh, 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 torment and painful punishment because of what they did regardless of what they believed. and we know also some of the people of the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallam, although they have the right to Tawheed but they will taste fire hell so in short Iman is action and if the word action جعملون, uh, work is mentioned alone it means action by heart, by tongue, by the body do you understand this? so this is an important feature to understand some of the venetians of the Iman there is many 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 hadith about Iman in Sahih Muslim and Sahih Bukhari sometimes you find Rasulullah ﷺ said well, the, do you know what is Iman? they said what? he said Iman is to pay one-fifth of your ghanima and to say la ilaha illallah and to do tawheed and to do this and the other hadith He say Iman is to do this and do that and not to drink in these pots so there is many many it shows you that really Iman has many many branches and Rasulullah he was introducing iman to people as basically tawheed and also some action. Basically tawheed, some say, some action, some action. So it, many, many different. If I try to uh, uh, define iman as being said according to the Quran and the Sunnah, it will be endless. I just give you a quick short uh, uh, definitions uh, about iman. Coming back to our questions, Islam, Islam, Islam. Is defined by Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in many of the hadiths as it is saying la ilaha illallah, shahadat al la ilaha illallah, wa Muhammadan Rasulullah, wa iqam salah. You may say the shahad of la ilaha illallah and Muhammad Rasulullah, and you perform the prayer, iqam salah, wa ita zakah, and you perform the payment of the zakah, wa Sawm uh, uh, Ramadan and uh, fasting Ramadan and uh, doing pilgrimage to the holy uh, uh, shrine of Islam, Makkah, uh, once a time. لمن استطاع for he, for whoever uh, have the ability to do so. Yeah. In the other hadith, Islam is being divided not only by five portions, by eight portions. When Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "الإسلام ثمانية Islam is eight portions. فَالْإِسْلَامُ سَهْمْ he means Islam he means Tawheed is one portion وَالْصَلَاةُ سَهْمْ and praying is another portion سَهْمْ and fasting is uh, and uh, uh, paying charity Sadaqah is one portion وَالْصَوْمُ سَهْمْ and fasting is another portion وَالْحَجُ سَهْمْ and pilgrimage is, is one portion وَالْأَمْرُ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ سَهْمْ and enjoining the good ordering the good is a portion وَالنَّهْيَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ سهم النهي عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ سهم and forbidding the evil or uh, uh, um, stopping the uh, iniquity is a portion وَالْجِهَادُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ سهم and jihad in the cause of Allah is a portion وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ لَا سهم لَهُ and indeed uh, uh, he has been uh, lost uh, he has he's been unsuccessful the one who has no portion so the thing as you know well can be divided into five and can be divided into ten and if it's able to be divided it could be divided into infinity this is why if you divide Islam to infinity you will find what? you will find that great ayah يرى, that if you divide Islam by infinity it will become very very small portions and that will be that, that, that one of the tafsir of the ayah that whoever whoever Uh, uh, make uh, 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 as a weight as equal as the weight of an atom of good he will find it and whoever make as a good as the weight uh, as big as the weight of an atom bad then he will find it like in surat Azzal so basically if Islam and Iman are mentioned in the same ayah if Islam and Iman are mentioned in the same ayah it means that Islam is talking about the apparent action and Iman is talking about the heart action. You understand that? If the word Iman is mentioned in an ayah alone, it means Iman and Islam and Ihsan together. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And if the word Islam is mentioned in one ayah alone, it means Iman and Ihsan it means Iman and Islam together yeah shall I say it again? right if the word is Islam if the word Islam is mentioned in one ayah mentioned in one ayah or one hadith it means Iman and Islam together it has the same meaning the, the, it has the meaning of the apparent action which can be seen by everybody like fasting, like praying like uh, doing pilgrimage like announcing the shahada. And also it means the, uh, the inside belief, like believing in Allah and His angels and His, you know. Yeah. So if the word Islam is mentioned alone in an ayah or hadith, it means all of them together. The apparent action and also the hidden action in the heart which nobody can see or in the mind. It means also is to believe in Allah and His angels and His books and His messengers and His divine destiny. Uh, and uh, and the rest of the six pillars of Iman the same thing if the word Iman is mentioned in the Quran or the Sunnah alone it also has the same thing it, has the, it gives the impression and it has the consequences of whatever the apparent action as Islam and also the hidden action as Iman why? because this is the way uh, uh, the Quran is talking about it's talking all over and the Sunnah is talking all over but if the two words Iman and Islam are mentioned in the same ayah or the same hadith then each one of them will be taking care of its attributes i.e. Islam, the word Islam will be talking about the apparent actions and the word Iman will be talking about the actions by the heart or the belief by the heart the hidden action and we've seen this in the hadith of Jibreel narrated by Umar ibn Khattab when the Jibreel he came into the into the uh, uh, into the Sahaba to teach them about the religion the hadith is in Sahih Muslim and he came, as you know from the hadith, he came a man, his, his clothes is so white and his hair is so black and no one of us knows him and he doesn't look like he has been traveling. Uh, and he sat with Rasulullah wasallam very close to him and he asked him about, uh, about uh, Iman and he asked him about Islam and he asked him about Ihsan, as you know from the hadith. So the word Iman, Islam and Ihsan is being mentioned in the same hadith and as you know from the hadith, we're going to read it inshallah, uh, that this, uh, the word uh, Iman was uh, meaning uh, whatever the inside belief and the word Ihsan was, uh, was meaning the higher grade of Iman and the word Islam was meaning the apparent, uh, the apparent actions which is praying the Salah, announcing the Shahada and uh, doing the pilgrimage also there is a, uh, also an evidence from the Sunnah uh, from the Quran in the Surah Al-Hujurat in the surah of the uh, the rooms, the chambers, when uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala uh, revealed that ayah, `audhu billahi min اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ لَا يَلِدْكُمْ in the law, Rahim in a man who will be laying a soul he summelam your table, or Jadubi amwali him, or an fussy him fee Sabina he will make Basically, these two ayahs it also approved for.